Welcome to the Amazing Clarks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our Love Revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and one another more, because we need more love in the universe. That's right, people. No matter what level you're on, we're here to take you higher. Yes. So today we have another amazing podcast episode for you guys. The topic today is... What is your love legacy? What is your love Ooh, legacy? Huh? I like it. That's a good one. That's a good one. So break that down a little more. Tease that a little. What, okay. What are okay. Um, I want to talk about this because how we love is how we're perceived, how we affect our children, how we affect our community. Love is spread. When we love other people, pick up that energy. So I just kind of want to dive into that and help people figure out how to create a love legacy that they will feel proud of especially in their final days we're gonna we're gonna go deep wow. we're gonna go deep on this one it sounds like we're gonna get emotional and all gooey and all that <laughs> stuff you know that's all what right. i like i'm down for that i'm down for that all right all right but before we jump into the main topic it's time to catch up with the clocks yes. so baby what's new anything that's going on you want to share with the listeners and the viewers you know um it's so interesting. This week, I have spent most of my time kind of focused on helping our youngest daughter. Mm. I mean, this goes along with love legacy, right? Yes, like how we treat our children mm -hmm. and just helping our youngest daughter and our soon-to-be son-in-law relocate. They have decided to move to Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And so just helping with all the details. And I'm super excited that she's coming this way. I think when they get married, they'll be able to build a really nice life here. They want to have a family. Like right. they're so little traditional couple yeah. um, that I've just been focused on the details of that. Right. How about you, my love? Oh, I've been right in there with you, um, <laughs> focusing, trying to figure it out, you know yeah. what I'm saying, trying to help them to get, so they can make that transition as smooth as possible. Yeah. Even though they're leaving some family in California and they're coming yeah. to Charlotte, there's family here as well. Mm -hmm. And just the cost of living when you're a young couple like that, starting off your life and marriage and all of that, you know, the more pressure that you have on you, yeah. the more, the, the harder it makes it Yes, um, on a marriage and a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I think that uh, her moving out here, the cost of living is going to be a, a lot less expensive than it is in Southern California. Right. And um, they'll have more of an opportunity to build the life, the foundation for the life that they want. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Right, and they have lots of family once again here. Yeah, a lot of lot of yeah. support. Having having yeah. babies, as you listeners know, that have children and are young and building a family, you need a lot of support. Yeah. And I'm excited that they've made the decision to come where they can actually get that support. So, and you know, and I'm excited for them to have a new beginning. That, yeah. because that's been some of the greatest moments in our life is yeah. when we took those big <laughs> leaps of faith and completely mm -hmm. changed our um, living environment, you know, yeah. to move to another city, to move to another state, yeah. and eventually to another country. Yep. You only live one life. And so keep trying new things. I, I think it's sad when people get caught in a rut yeah, and they don't think about, about doing something different, living a bigger life, having new experiences and new growth. Right. And if that's your thing to just be, a, you know, locked down in one place, then that's cool. There's nothing yeah, wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people like that. Yeah. But for a lot of other people, and I'm included, I like recreating. Yeah, I like too. reset. I yeah. like rebuilding and 
that's just mean. I'm glad that they're like that as well. Well, you know we're weird, Anthony. Yes, we are. You know, people are, most people are not yes, like us. Yes, we are. Guilty as charged. So that's we kind of right. do things in a way that most people are like, why are you doing that? That's how we like it. We like newness. Right. We like to keep it moving. We like, you know, to refresh right. our energy. And it's kind of funny, too, because every time we move, because we move from um, Southern California to the desert, I mean, no, Fresno to Southern California, yeah. to the desert and back. And the kids, they follow us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're older and they're like, mommy, daddy, go on, we're going to go too. And they follow us. Yeah. And uh, then they end up loving it. So I think it's just adorable. It'll be the same cycle again. You know, um, when we made the decision to mm-hmm. leave California and, you know, set our plans in motion to go to Africa, to live mm-hmm. in Africa, which are still in our plans. We've right. just gotten a little derailed, but that's okay. I could see why that's happening. Um, I had this thought, like I mm-hmm. was thinking, I want to make sure mm-hmm. that our children know we're not leaving them. We're right. not we're not abandoning them, right? It could feel like that right. sometimes when people you love make a decision to go somewhere else. It could feel like you're abandoning me. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to make sure that they understand we're not abandoning them. Right. We're, we're inspiring them. Very true. We're showing them that there's a possibility in life that you can choose to live wherever mm-hmm. you want to mm-hmm. live in the world. Right. And Sometimes people don't know that that's a possibility until they see someone else do it, right? Right. So I'm always thinking about like how my decisions impact mm-hmm. our children and how we're showing them different ways to live their life. Right. And um, you know what that is, Anthony? It's kind of like a love legacy, huh? Yes. What? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. That you got it. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. So let's jump into it. Yes. Go ahead, baby. You, uh, you lead, I'll follow. Yeah. So, you know, that's really what a love legacy is. It's like, how do your decisions, how you love people, how you show love, how you show up as a loving person in life, how does that translate to other people? How do people see you and how do they feel your love? So, you know, uh, you and I have talked about this before. There was this study that said they they studied elderly people and the last days of their life and a lot of them in, you know, um, care facilities where their family members put them, which I totally get. Sometimes you just can't care for your loved ones. And they asked them, what would you change about your life at this stage of your life? You know, you're at the end of your life. What would you do differently in life? And pretty much across the board, people said, I would love more. I would invest in my relationships more. And I wish I wouldn't have put so much emphasis on working and making money and all the material things, which again, nothing wrong with working, money and material things. I like all those things too. Um, But they really regretted not investing more energy into their relationships. So I would say those people did not have a love legacy. They they didn't create that in their lives. And one of the reasons I want to talk about this is, once again, I want to inspire. I want people to think about, like, at the end of my life, when people look at me, what would they say about how did I love? I mean, straight up, I'll be straightforward you, and this is not bragging or boasting. I already know when pe- at the end of my life, when people look back at me, I'm I'm all love legacy because that's where I put most of my attention. I filter most of my decisions through how loving is this, how kind is this. Not perfect. I'm not saying I always get it right, but I am saying I'm conscious of it. So 
that's why I wanted to talk about this subject. How do you feel about your love legacy? Or do you even think about that? Is it something that you think about? Um, you know what? To be perfectly honest, uh, it may pop up every now and then, but mm-hmm. it's not something that I, I think about on Ooh, a regular basis. Okay. And being 100, I don't live my life for other people, first and foremost. True story, sir. Yeah. <laughs> That's and that true. might sound selfish, but I'm being real. Mm-hmm. I realize that I have one life to live. Mm-hmm. I came in this world by myself, and I'm going to leave this world by myself. And so most importantly, I have to create a life that works that I love, that works for me first and foremost. Right. And then everything else is icing on a cake for everybody else. Now, it's important to, you know, love others and be with, and, and to be that, to leave a legacy for them. Mm-hmm. But I don't do it like, okay, if I make this move, how, what kind of legacy is I going to leave? Right. I just, my goal is just to live a positive life, to treat everybody with love and acceptance and be an example of that. Yeah. And in the process, if I inspire you from that or you take something away from that, mm-hmm. that you appreciate, great. But I don't do it trying to please others or make others to get to the approval from those that are left behind because they have the right to live that life their Absolutely. way as well. Absolutely. And it does not offend you. It's like, yo, do you. Yeah. Do you. <laughs> this is true. You do not get yeah. offended by that. And it's like that. we just had a, a, a relative that just went through something. Mm-hmm. And she was embarrassed because she changed her mind and we helped her to get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. And then she went back and then she didn't, she was kind of feeling a little weird and didn't want to tell us. And finally she told us and mm-hmm. it was like, baby, we don't care. That <laughs> works for you. Yeah. Make, live your life for you. Don't care what anybody else thinks. We're going to love you unconditionally either way. Yeah. So, and she was like, oh my God, I, I love, thank you so much. And so that's the kind of legacy that I feel, if anything, I'll, that I take pride in, I'll leave behind. But it's just me being an example of that. Yeah. Now, we could have been like, well, you didn't listen to us and you, we helped you out and you didn't. Need, need. It was like, no. <laughs> no. No. And likewise, when I give that, right. I want that back in return. Absolutely. And then people that learn to love me and that are really in my circle, they get that about Anthony Clark. Yes. They get that, that I may not do things like everybody else. I may do things just my way, but it's always from a place of good intention. And I think it inspires them to do that. It inspires our children when they see us do that. Absolutely. It makes that. So I think, and so those are the ways that I think about. Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, and efforts, and the people behind them, encouraging them to thrive. The best way Anthony and I could show up for our clients every day is by being our best selves. Understanding more about myself and about my wellness helps me feed my inner glow. For me, that's working out, reading some of my favorite books, honestly, just hanging out with Melanie. What does it look like for you? I also enjoy working out, but talking on the phone with my babies in California and journaling really helps my inner glow. Nice. It can look different every day. Those intentional moments of self-care allow me to show up for others. And being there for others is foundational to our coaching practice. We wouldn't be very good loving life coaches if we weren't feeding our inner glow. And coaching others is our life work. We're here to bring the love revolution to you all and feed your outer glow. We love being able to bring love into the universe and uplift our people. We all need more love, more self-care, more glow. And our friends at Target understand what it means to invest, uplift, and celebrate community. To learn more, go to target.com forward slash black beyond measure. 
you nailed it because that's actually how you leave a love legacy is by making your decisions to be your best self and by loving yourself and being an example. And I mean, we could probably do a whole podcast on being an example, right? Because what I've noticed, and we grew up with this a lot, right? Like parents used to say, um, don't do as I do, do as I say, right? And that just doesn't work because mm. we are programmed by our experience. Yeah, they also used to say, this is going to hurt me more than well, it's going to hurt, hurt you. you right? Eh, wrong. Yeah. It does not. Right. It hurt me more than you. Uh, they also used to say, I'm beating you because <laughs> I love you. Ooh, and little bondage as a <laughs> conversation going on there. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> right. No, thank you. But I think there's a generation where the love legacy is not a good love legacy and we're dealing with a lot of trauma and so when i talk about love legacy it's really your example like how are you living your life and how is that affecting the people that you love and for you anthony you have what you just described is an example of how you're living your life Mm -hmm. and that is affecting the people you love in a positive way you're leading you're showing that i can love myself i can make decisions for myself i'm not really making them about you but i care I care about you and I know my example is influencing. And so it's like we started the podcast with, right? Like Mm -hmm. we move, we make moves, we Mm -hmm. explain why we're making moves, Mm -hmm. we're living our best life, we're following our spirit, Mm -hmm. and we communicate that to our children, to our family. And they're inspired by that. They don't take it as you're leaving me, you're abandoning me, because we're able to communicate that and they know Mm -hmm. who we are. They know how much we love them. So our love legacy is in place. And I think people don't realize how much their example affects people no matter what they're saying. A lot of times it's just talky, 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 but they not walkie, walkie, walkie (laughs) what they're saying. And that's what this is about. Are you walking your talk? No, that makes all the sense in the world. And, you know, also, I think, and you kind of touched on it, Hmm. in a lot of situations, when people think of leaving a legacy, Mm -hmm. they're going, okay, what have I been programmed to believe by others? Yes. What's the template that I'm supposed to follow that right. was created by somebody else? Mm-hmm. And that ain't necessarily going to no. be it. No. The best way to um, leave that legacy. Right. Because now you got the whole generic thing. Right. And in my situation, because I don't go, okay, let me think of what, the, what, I, what I've been taught. It's like, what are my beliefs? Who am I? What do I feel? And I base it off of that. Right. And then because of that, let's say we have people, our our children, decide to follow the programming, the old template, the traditional way. Then they could look at this positive thing that I'm doing in my way that's not fitting into the cookie cutter template and go, oh my God, that's bad. That's bad. But is it really? It's good for me. So I'm not going to alter and go, oh, because you don't agree with this. You believe that when we live somewhere, we're supposed to live in that one town forever. I'm going to do that even though I don't want to. I'm going to do that anyway to leave a good legacy. So you can go, thank you. He left a good legacy for me because he's doing what I thought, what I was taught he's supposed to do and we're supposed to do. Right. And so I think that there, that's when it gets a little. Well. So that's why I don't base it on, am I leaving a good legacy for them right now? Yes. No, 
I'm always take that into account, but I don't base it on that. Well, you know, you make a great point because a lot of times people think love is me doing what you want me to do to make you happy. And that's not what love is. If I am if I am betraying myself, if I am giving up my own integrity to make you happy, I am not loving myself. And therefore, that is not love. So what you're saying is you are being an example of love because you are you are loving yourself. You're making decisions about your life that are going to make you happy. And I actually think that's one of the most loving things that you could do. When you love someone, you want them to be happy. You want them to live the life that they want to live. And I think a lot of times we have got the game all messed up, right? We think love is like, I have to fit in and I have to do what other people want me to do. And if I perform and if I meet their expectations, then they will love me. But love is, I just love you. I just care about you. I want the best for you. I believe in you. I will support you, whatever your decisions are. And people have a hard time with that. They want to fit people into a little box. And so the way that you're describing that you do it, maybe it's different than the way I think about it, but Mm -hmm. we're saying the same thing, right? Like you're doing it through your example. You don't really think about it. I actually think about it because I like to consciously create in my mind and I think about how is this affecting? What What are my choices doing to my children? children. How will they perceive them? Because I want to make sure that they know. It's not because I want their approval. I want to make sure that they know how much I love them. And I have accomplished that goal. My children tell me all the time, like, mom, we know how much you love us. Like, it's so obvious. It's in your actions. It's in your example. It's how you show up. It's how you treat other people. Mm -hmm. It is how you move in the world. And that's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Your children are watching. You are are programming them. Your example teaches, not your words. And and I will say one of the proudest ones that I well, I have a few that I'm very proud of mm-hmm. is our relationship mm-hmm. and the way we love each other, the way we build our friendship, our marriage, mm-hmm. the way we face challenges, the way we overcome challenges, the way we grow business together, yeah. the way that we respect each other. Um, we're not perfect. No. Nope. Everybody's always a work in progress and there's always rooms, room to grow. Us too. Right. But overall, that's we're on point with that. We're very positive and consistent. Mm-hmm. And our, our children pick that up from us. And I think that that's the greatest legacy yes. um, that we can have. And leave them. And they, they started developing relationships that mimic ours. Yes. So we true. didn't tell them, hey, when you pick somebody, you better pick somebody just <laughs> like your mother. Or you better pick somebody just like me because this is, no, we don't do that. Yeah. And for a lot of parts of their life, they kind of disagreed with the way that we were because yeah. they were in the old programming of, wait a minute, they're not following the template. Right. They're doing it wrong. They're supposed to. Yes. But we did it anyway. And as they got older and matured, it was like, and it started moving into relationships like, oh, I get, I it. get it now. Right. It makes sense. They're right. Oh, my God. I was so glad. I didn't do it like that the traditional way. And we didn't stick that way. And so. I feel like that example has been our greatest legacy. Yeah. And that along with the unconditional acceptance, we really, truly, even though our children sometimes can just piss us off, like anybody else could piss (laughs) us off and do something that frustrates us. Right. We deal with those emotions. We absorb those emotions. We don't project them onto them. Right. We know we're out of alignment. Let us deal with it. Yeah. And then we come back in alignment. Then we give them their space. 
to do whatever they need to do it the way they need to do it. Yeah. And if they fall, we can see, hey, if you keep walking there, you're going to fall and get a boo-boo right there. Right. But if they don't hear us, they fall and get a boo-boo. That's all right. Fine. How you how you doing? Let's lift you back up, wipe you off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> get you a Band-Aid. <laughs> right. I think that that's a great thing that we've done for them, too, is to be that example of unconditional love. Yes, and I agree. And give them the space to do it their way because that's something that we wanted. Right, right. And when we started our journey, not everybody was kind to us. Yeah. Not everybody was loving and accepting True. like that. True. And they judged a lot of things in our choices that we made and even down to becoming coaches. Yeah. A lot of people were like, what are you doing? You can't be coaches. You got to get a degree and go to school for 20 years. And who do you think you are? Right. Nobody's going to. And we were like, wow, really? All right, watch us. Look at me now. That's right. Uh. You like me now. <laughs> <laughs> we do what we want. Right. And, and, and so I think that that's another one that we left for the children. We've been very radical about doing what we want. And that, do what I want. We do what we want. And it's it's definitely how we raised our children. And so they do have a lot of confidence to do what they want. They right. will they will take risks. They will try things. They will move past fear. They will they will run towards fear because they know they're gonna grow. And they will become entrepreneurs. They will not yes. they're not afraid. They yes. are out there hustling. Yeah. And uh, I'm proud of them. Yeah, I'm proud of them, too. You know, a a huge part of this conversation when it comes to your love legacy is about it it really is about evolution. Right. So when you grow up, you are being taught how to love from your parents, Mm -hmm. but they were taught to love from their parents, right? Mm -hmm. So that's two generations ago. And then as you move forward, the world is going to change and you have got to adjust to those changes. And I think one of the things that we've done, Anthony, is we've kind of always been a little bit ahead of the changes, right? Because we think outside the box so we could see those changes coming. And most people are just kind of following along with what's happening because they don't want to right. step out of line, right? They don't want they don't want to be a target, especially in right. today's today's world with cancel culture and all this yeah. stuff. People have a lot of opinions, but people are also being very cautious about putting themselves out there. Mm-hmm. And we've always kind of been like, we don't care what people think. Like, you don't got to like us. Like, it, it's okay. This is how we think. This is how we live. And we're making these choices because it it's really what our spirit calls us to do. And we're guided by our spirit, not by the outside world. But the world does affect us. So you have to pay attention to those changes. And I think this idea of a love legacy, people can take away from this conversation, like, what do I want to instill in my family, in my children? And what do I want to be remembered for when people think back, like, who was this person? And how did their heart show up in their life? That's really what love legacy is about to me. Yes, yes. You know, I had an interesting conversation with um, my nephew mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. Yeah. And he has a beautiful daughter mm-hmm. and just love her to death. And he's a great father. Yes, he is. And one day he was sitting down and he goes, you know what? I, I actually, when I had a baby, I didn't know if I could be a good father. Mm-hmm. He goes, and so literally what I did is because he lived with us when he was younger, we yeah. kind of raised him. Yeah. And he was like, I thought about like what you were like with Tony. Mm-hmm. as a father he goes and that was my reference mm-hmm. point Example. and how does he treat her how does he show up for her how you showed up for her um just everything i I didn't realize that i was watching it observing it yes. learning it yes he goes and so now with my daughter i I built my relationship on that template that you had that you shared that you used right and he goes I, I, otherwise i would have no other reference and it worked perfectly because 
she's a great child. We have a great relationship. Yeah. A lot of love. Yeah, and he was like, thank you. And I was like, wow, I appreciate that. That's your love yeah. legacy, yeah. Anthony. Yeah. You, you're doing it. You're doing it and doing it. It, right. it already happened for a whole right. new generation. And when it was living with us, and it wasn't like, once again, like I was like, okay, I'm getting ready. To Pay attention. Ready. I'm ready to feed her breakfast. Okay, is he watching? Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm feeding my daughter breakfast because I love her. Now I'm hugging her and being affectionate. because No, no. it's just because that's who I am and that's how I was built. You know, one, one final point that I want to bring to this topic, and I don't know if people think about this, but I do. And that is how we love each other literally affects the world. You know, the opening of our show is the love revolution, right? We talk about the love revolution, ideas Mm -hmm. and concepts. This is one of those concepts. The way that we love each other Mm -hmm. affects future generations and how they love each other. It affects community. It affects even people like I know maybe Mm -hmm. single people are like, well, I'm not in a relationship, so I can't think about my love legacy. Yeah, you can. Your Mm -hmm. love legacy is how how you interact with your friends, how you love your friends, how you interact with coworkers, what charity you do. Well, that's for all of us, right? Like, right. But there are so many opportunities to spread love and put love in the world. And, you know, a lot of people will say, like, especially on social media, they'll say, oh, thank you guys for posting this. It inspired me. You give me hope. That is our love legacy. And I truly believe that love is a blessing. When you find someone that you love and that you could build a life with, that's a blessing. And blessings are to be shared. And so when we love our friends, love our coworkers, love our community, love other communities, give to people who are less fortunate than us, we are changing the world. We are creating a love revolution. And it's, it could get real negative out there. And we could get really pulled into, I hear this a lot and it breaks my heart, we could get pulled into hating people. And I hear people say all the time, I hate people. And that just breaks my heart because when you hate people, you hate yourself, you people, and we're all connected. So the love revolution is really about like the more love that you have for yourself, the more you have to give and the more that spreads in the world and we make it better for all of us past, present, and future. We got to make peace with the past because they didn't know that, you know, beating on you and saying, I love you was going to traumatize you. (laughs) And in the present, we're cleaning up a lot of that trauma. But what are we going to do for our future? What are we going to create for our future? And from my perspective, I want to create a beautiful love legacy that lives on and on and helps people to love themselves and one another more. I agree. And you know, I think that each generation, the way it works, ideally, is that you want the next generation to be better. Yes. And so even though my mother, mm-hmm. she did the best that she could, and a lot of things were positive and loving, but there were a lot of things that I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I don't know about this one. Right. And so that was okay because it helped me to become a better parent. Yes. And it, was, it reminds me of the story of when I spoke to my father, and he had been out in my life all throughout all of my life. And he was in and out of prison and he had so much going on. And then he reached out to me as an adult mm-hmm. in his last two months of life. And he was reconnecting with me. And during our conversation, he was like, you know what? I'm so sorry. I wasn't there for you. I'm so sorry. I didn't. And I told him, you know what? Stop. I go, actually, I believe in EIP. Everything's perfect. There are no accidents, no mistakes. And it was perfect that you weren't there. Mm-hmm. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, by not having a father there for me, 
it helped me to figure out what I do want, yeah. what kind of father I wanted to be. And by you not being there, it made me a great father. Right. Because I know how important it that is. It created the desire right. in and you. And if you were there, I pro- maybe I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be as great of a father as I am. And so he was like, well, I, I appreciate that. So yeah, well, absolutely right. Well, uh, his inability created in you the desire to do better in yeah, the next generation. Exactly. And and that's how we make peace with the past, right? Like we have to remember that our parents, our grandparents, they had limitations mm-hmm. that we do not have today. Nope. So, who, so are, who are we to judge them? So who are we to judge them? We have to look back and go, they did the best that they could with mm-hmm. what they have, but how can I do better? And that's what a love legacy is. I have the same situation as you. My mom could not love me the way that I wish she would have loved me, but it made me want love so much that I became a lover, right? Like I love everyone. Like that's, that's where I put my attention. So that's what I'm talking about. Like we're carrying it forward. What are we going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to make your love legacy? So um, I could talk about this all day, but you got we it. ain't got all we day. We ain't got baby. all day. That's right. <laughs> we got work to do. We got work to do. Yes. And wow. we got we got fun to have. We got love to make. We got less to do. You know what that was? Yes. That was another amazing episode. <laughs> Good job, baby. Good Thank job. Thank you, honey. You know, coming into it, I was like, man, this is going to be like some heavy emotional stuff. But actually, it mm. was, but it wasn't. It yeah. was actually, I felt good. I feel uplifted. And um, I love, I'm going to be more be a little more aware of the legacy thing. Conversation well, yay, I inspired you. I yes. love when that happens. Yes, yes, yes. So, thank you once again, all you listeners, for hanging out with us and your viewers. We love and appreciate all of you guys. Yes, we do. Um, if you guys haven't had a chance yet to get a copy of our book, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, which is an Amazon number one bestseller, make sure you pick up your copy today at Amazon.com. Yes. If you guys are interested in coaching with the amazing Clarks, and uh, you know, working on that love legacy, then reach out to <laughs> us at you. the amazingclocks.com and we'll get right back at you. Last but not least, if you're interested in becoming a life coach and just learning some skills to help you life coach yourself, then you can reach out to our life coach certification course at the law of attraction lifecoachacademy.com. So here you go, people. We gave it to you. Now what you gonna do with it? See you next time. See you next time, guys. <laughs> <laughs>